the show where we give things a second chance. My name is Danica. And my name's Emma. And before we jump into today's topic, yo, we... Hi, all of you listeners, what's up? You guys are so dope. I love you all. Hello. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode. Um, Very cool of you. Hi, how's it going? We just want to say thank you. Um, You guys have been so nice. Um, We're just really excited that you're here to hang out with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, so just keep on listening, even if you didn't like it. Yeah, we started out with a real bummer of a first episode, Emma, and I feel kind of bad for that. So we're going to be talking about something a little bit more fun today. And I was also thinking, we're sort of a review show, right? I guess. I guess so. But I guess if we're going to review things, I think we should establish a little bit more of a rubric. Oh my god, yes. Like, how are we going to rate things? Yeah. Do you have how any ideas? do it? No, you tell me. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking <laughs> at least one of them should be fun factor. Oh, yeah. Because, Everything's got to be fun. <laughs> well, because 1984 would have gotten a zero on the fun factor, right? I'd give it like a negative five. Yeah. <laughs> negative room 101. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it was bad necessarily, right? We agreed that it was, like, overall pretty good, but it was no fun. So that needs to be important. And then number two, we're kind of already doing already, which is we're just going to ask, like, would we do it again? Yeah. We are doing that. We are doing that. So I think we should continue with that. And then what about a third thing? I feel like three Um, parts of a rubric would really round it out. So fun factor... Did we like it? Or no, would we do it again? And um, was it worth it? Yeah, oh yeah. Was it worth it? That's pr- that's a pretty important question to ask. Because we're doing these things for a second time, and it's like, was it worth it? Should we have even bothered? Yeah. I mean, oftentimes it's worth it to do something once, but is it truly worth it to do something more than once? That's kind of our whole podcast. <laughs> Okay, well, that, that's good. Those will be the three questions that we ask. Uh, fun factor, uh, is it worth it, and would we do it again? Yeah. Three and two kind of tie into each other, but that's fine. But, I mean, also, like, worth could be on, like, it's a different sort of criteria or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Or whatever. Wow. I'm really bad tonight. That's fine. Okay. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Because, like, again, using 1984 as the example, I would say that it was worth doing again, but I don't want to do that a a third time anytime soon. Yeah. Even though it was zero fun, it's worth it. It was worth doing it for a second time as an adult. Yes. When I now have more of an opinion about politics. Yes. (laughs) But I don't want to do it a third time. Not for this decade, anyways. Yeah. Maybe again when we're... I was going to say this century, but then we'd be dead, so... You don't know that. I mean, I have have strong suspicions. Science is making great strides every day, and life expectancy (laughs) is going up all the time. We're going to live to be a billion. Do you want to be a billion? No, I don't, but someone statistically might. Okay, so, like, we can agree, though, that, like, we're not going to be a billion. We probably won't live to be 121. We might. That one's more likely than a billion. 
I know. Just don't rule wow. it out is all I'm saying. I'm Stay healthy. Gonna... Don't smoke. Don't do drugs. Um, eat your peas. And you, too, can live to be 120. <laughs> is that your, like, surefire method? That's our new sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. What did I say? Don't smoke, don't do drugs, eat your peas. <laughs> you two can live to be 120. That's too long of a sign-off. We can uh, figure that out later. Hey, new idea coming at you next episode. We'll figure it out. We're uh, it's all it's all jazz. We're just gonna spitball, and uh, you can listen and grow with us as we figure out what this podcast is. We are innovative ladies, so like, hang on to your butts. Hang on to your butts while we figure this out together as a family. Hey, now now we have completed what you said in our little description on podcast.com. Talking about butts. Yeah. I did it. Yay. You did it. You brought up butts. Ah, thank you. You're welcome. Love butts. (laughs) Yeah, Emma, we're, uh, we're really great together. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? We're also really off topic. Yeah, let's get into today's topic. What did, we talk- <laughs> what did we do this week, Emma? Well, uh, this episode will be coming out afterwards, but for May 4th, you know, because we're super nerds, may the 4th be with you, we decided to do um, that Star Wars movie, Rogue One. That Star Wars movie, Rogue One. Yeah. We did it. We watched it. We did um, it. When, Emma, when did you... Tell me about your first experience with Rogue One. When did you watch it the first time? In theaters. I went to go see it when I was living in Iowa. I think I went with one of my friends who's like also a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, and I like I almost fell asleep in the theater. I what? thought it was so Yeah. I had no like previous Get knowledge out, you're about You're canceled. <laughs> Wait, just stick around for like 30 more minutes and then you'll find out if my opinion has changed. Uh, All right. All Uh, right. Why did you fall asleep? Well, so I didn't do any research about what the movie was about. And so I was just like, oh, it's Star Wars. Like, I'll love it because I love every other Star Wars movie. Even kind of episode one. Okay. But whatever. We don't need to get into that today, but I have opinions. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was in the theaters. I was watching it. We went to, like, a late show. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. There's a bunch of new characters. There's, like, not hardly any old characters except for, like, you know, the baddies. And then, like, there's lots some of, of the old hi- characters. some of the higher-ups in the rebellion. But, yeah. like, there wasn't any, like, you know... C-3PO um, shows up state- for a second. He does, for he a hot a second. Cameo. So, um, I was like, this movie is pointless. I don't understand what's happening. And then, uh, part of it was, like, I didn't really listen to what they were talking about in the dialogue, so I was just like, what's going on? They're well, getting... Of course they're you had stealing no idea something. what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> paying attention. And then... The, the, like, you know, they get to the, what's that planet that the Citadel is on? The one that they have to actually steal the plans from? Yeah. Scarif? Yeah. Yeah, Scarif. 
Um, I should have remembered that because I was like, when I was watching it, I was like, it sounds just like that one beetle. <laughs> the scarab beetle. A scarab beetle? Sounds yes. like scarif. Yes. I guess. <laughs> Shut up. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they get to Scarif, and then I was like, oh, now I'm really interested in this movie. Like, they got like the pew pew going on. The and... fight scenes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Good old beach battle. Yeah, so then that happens, and then the ending... Like, we'll talk about that later, but let me just say that I was 100% shook by that ending. Like, chills. Okay, but you shouldn't have been. Because, okay, Uh... well, for anyone who doesn't know, Rogue One is, like, a standalone Star Wars movie that's not, like, really part of the the saga and the main plot. Um, It takes place before A New Hope. So, episode four, the very first one that was released. Um, And it's all about these rebels who steal the plans for the Death Star. Uh, Because at the beginning of New Hope, they have... It opens with, um, they've just stolen the plans, and Leia has um, given them to R2-D2 and uh, is contacting um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that's how that starts. And this is the story of those rebels that um actually stole those plans so you you know that everyone dies because they say so in a new hope it's like everyone all of the rebels that like were able to transmit these plans that we need for the death star um like none of them made it yeah so once you know that the story is about those people you know like as soon as the uh movie begins that they're all gonna die at the end Okay, so then you see, like, where my not paying attention came in, because I did not know that this movie was about those people. But also, like, I wasn't just, like, shook by the ending because everybody died. Like, Mm -hmm. there was other elements to it that are maybe parts of my, like, most favorite scenes in the whole Star Wars, like, family of movies that I've watched, so... But we can talk about that later. Danica, what was your first impression? <laughs> well, I also saw this movie in theaters. Um, I don't think I saw it on, like, opening night or opening weekend or anything. Um, I think I probably gave it a couple weeks. Um, oh, when yeah. did this one come out? 2016? Uh, yeah, I think so. 2016, yeah. Because there were, you know, for a few years there, they were, and continuing, I guess, they're just, like, pumping out a Star Wars movie every year. And for a lot of the, like, blockbusters and stuff like that, I typically do give them a week or two so that all of the huge fanatics can can get in and have their fill, and then I can hopefully get in once uh, the theaters settle down a little bit. I don't have yeah. to, like, rub elbows with people. Share. I hate sharing armrests is the main thing. I want my armrests to myself. <laughs> So I don't want to have to sit next to strangers, but that's just me. Um, But I definitely wanted to see this one in theaters. I was pretty excited for it um, because The Force Awakens had come out the year prior, and that one was pretty good. Uh, But I was more excited for this one um, because it was 
connected to the original trilogy. Because those will yeah. always probably be my favorite ones. I think that's true oh, for a lot of people. Oh, they are the best. Like, yeah. They're just so good. Um, They're so good. But yeah, I had a good time with this movie. Um, I couldn't really pick out any obvious things that I didn't enjoy about it. Because up until this week, I had only seen it the one time. I haven't rewatched it at all. And I was just like, yeah, it's a good movie. I feel good about it. I'm, I was like pretty happy that they made, I don't know, just like a good, just a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a great story to like pick up on within that first trilogy and do something about it. Like it was pretty compelling. Yeah. It was interesting to watch it. It was pretty interesting to like dive into those characters um, and knowing that none of them were going to survive that kind of. I don't know, it kind of does something for your expectations because it's like, I know that they're going to die, but how are they going to do it? Yeah. And I kind of, I don't know, there's something poetic, I guess, about a story where everyone dies, but it's it's still a story about hope. You know, it's like, it's very good. You've got the, you got the balance between the death and the hope, and it's just really nice. So I... I didn't give this one, like, a ton of, I guess, deep thought after I walked away from the theater. I was just happy to go and have, like, a good experience. Yeah. And just walk away feeling pretty excited and pretty good. And I was just like, yeah, it was good. I liked it. (laughs) It was a good movie. I had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) So this time around, I kind of, like, I was thinking a little bit more about, I don't know, why I liked it. And I was a little bit more scrutinizing, trying to pick out things that maybe I didn't like. So let's get into that now. Um, right. Tell me about your, tell me about your second impression. So this is actually the third time that I've watched it because after I saw the most recent Star Wars movie, I was like on the Star Wars kick for like a week, and I just binged all of the episodes. After in, like, watching um, the Last Jedi. Yes. Mm. Thank you. I couldn't remember what the title was. I oh, always no, get like, them all confused. Aside from, like, the original three, I always yeah. get the names of the other ones confused. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was on this huge Star Wars kick, so I binged them, um, like, chronologically. So I, like, like how did you with... watch them? Because there were a few different ways oh, that you I, can watch I know. them. Ta- like, like, the timeline in the movie chronologically. So, like, I started with episode one, I guess. and then One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, one, two, three, Rogue One, four, five, six. Ah, cool. Yeah, so um, this time watching it, like, my... So after I watched it that second time, I actually really enjoyed it. And this time watching it again, like, it was just me still enjoying it, but taking notes about it this time. Did you figure out the plot? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Okay, good. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not a very, like, in-depth plot. (laughs) I mean, they're pretty upfront about telling you, uh, like, where they're going and why. So maybe you were just really tired the first time. I think so. Like, I... And I think also part of it was just, like, at the beginning, you're just, like, inundated with new characters. Like, nothing's very familiar. And I was just, like... 
what's going on? There's too much information. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I was also just really tired. You know what Keegan actually pointed out to me? What? Um, watching this movie for the second time, um, that he also noticed watching this movie for the second time, was that the beginning is kind of like the beginning of uh, Batman Begins. Oh my god. <laughs> You've got a kid, and parents... <gasps> die or in this case one dies and one is captured but you don't necessarily know that right away and then it cuts to uh the kid being grown up and in jail that's so true and i was like oh no that's See, just, I was just Batman begins i was just seeing parallels to like episode four um because they do play like luke's theme pretty early on and then there's like a fire at um Jim's house and it's kind of like when uh Luke comes back to find his aunt and uncle like all burnt up and Mm. all that stuff so that's what I was seeing but yeah I can totally see Batman Begins do they play Luke's theme at the beginning yeah um not like right not right at the beginning but um it's pretty like early on in the movie you know in the, the music for this one I was thinking while I was watching it that the music was really like iconic and I was like ooh it's so dramatic and like I'm gonna remember this and like a few hours after watching it I was trying to think of the main theme and I couldn't no I mean I think part of it is that they do use a couple of the old songs from like the original trilogy and then John Williams has composed some new music for the movie. And it just, like... It wasn't John Williams for this one, though. It wasn't? No. It was some Seriously? other It was some other dude, yeah. No. I'm pretty sure. I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> Who did the music for Rogue One? I don't think it was John Williams. I think that you're right that they did use some of the, like, um, songs from the original trilogy. But I think all of the new stuff was composed by a different person. Oh my god, hold on a second. Which is maybe why... You're right! Which is maybe why it wasn't memorable, because it wasn't John Williams. It kind of sounded like John Williams. Like, it definitely kept with the same theme. But also not. Yeah, I was trying to to sing, like, the main theme to myself after, and I was like, (laughs) what is it? Is it like, it's like, ba, 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 can you name that tune because it's not star wars no that's zelda really yeah oh it was the only song that came to my head i was like yeah that's it and i was like nope that's uh that's definitely zelda oh my god uh okay that's disappointing yeah what you gonna do it was good it was good while i was watching the movie it just didn't stick in my brain the way that a lot of like the john williams yeah iconic music does I guess that just makes sense now, because I was like, what's wrong with this music? It's it's not John Williams. It's no Jaws. Uh, God. That was him, right? Possibly, yes. Yeah, that was him. Okay, that was him. Okay. Dope. What else has he done? Oh, everything. I mean, yeah, no, he's done everything. And I can, I can only name, like, three contemporary composers. It's like John Williams... Bear McCreary, and oh, he's so good. Oh my Chris God. P. Bacon. Oh, Chris P. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's a composer. 
<laughs> oh, and also like Hans Zimmerman. Ooh, Hans Zimmerman. Okay, I can name He's four good. contemporary composers: <laughs> John Williams, Bear McCreary, Hans Zimmerman, and Crispy Bacon. <laughs> I don't can't remember him for his music. It's just the name. Crispy Bacon. He's a real dude. He's, Is this uh, like his stage name? No, that's his. That's his legal earth name. Oh, apparently he's also a pig that um, needs a wheelchair. Aww. Oh, I don't think he goes by Chris P. Bacon anymore. Oh, it's just Chris Bacon. <laughs> I think he changed it. Maybe he got overtaken <laughs> by the pig. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's his, that's his real earth name. Wow, that's amazing. Known for such uh, iconic movies as Romeo and Juliet. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Okay, let's get back to this movie. Moving on. uh, What are some things that you noticed this time around that you didn't notice the previous time? Aside from just the general plot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there is, like, a couple lines in the movie. um, Like, uh, the robot K2SO, he gets... He's so funny! Oh my god, shout out to Alan Tudyk. You fucking nailed it. Like, it was so good. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah so k2so gets the line in this movie i've got a bad feeling about this which is like in every star wars movie i, I believe so yeah and um also when they're talking about like after the rebels learn about the death star they have like a conversation where nobody wants to do anything Mm-hmm. about it they're just like oh our rebellion is over like they've built this monster machine and we can't win mm, and yeah right so- when they all gave up they were like it's not worth it it's over yes and somebody says there is no hope and somebody else says rebellions are based on hope and then episode four is of course titled a new hope and i thought that that was just a really good like call back to that episode so that's what this whole movie is about well, I know that, but, like, I that came that out some really clever aggressive. dialogue. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, okay? I actually thought it was a little bit uh, cheesy when Jin oh. said that, because it was Jin that said rebellions are based on hope, and that was just her repeating what uh, Diego Luna, that guy, his character. Cassian. Cassian. <laughs> just repeating what Cassian had said to her earlier. Um... But I mean, it just means she's on board with the, with the whole thing. Cause didn't he say it to her when she like wasn't wanting to be a rebel yet? Yeah, Jin's story is pretty interesting. She has like her you know pivotal moment where she's like, okay, I'm a rebel now. Yeah, and everything changes for her, um, which is fine. It seemed for a short period of time. <laughs> hey man, she's here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> They should have added that song in. The, oh the yeah, movie. it would fit right in. Okay, K2SO is very funny, but I honestly thought the funniest line was delivered by Vader. What did he say? Well, he chokes someone out. Oh my god, yes. And he absolutely. Says, Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. And it's I a wrote double that pun. Too. Yeah. It's a double pun cuz it's choke and it's aspirations like aspirate and i was like vader how there's coming no in with the dad jokes oh you're still just a little anakin skywalker in there aren't you uh, so, <laughs> it, <was> so <laughs> it killed me uh, oh man yeah 
Oh, God. Yeah, that was a really good line. Um, so I also, like, didn't remember Vader, Vader being in it so much. Like, I remember his, like, badass scene at the end. Right. That just Which is me, just like, the beginning of episode four, yeah. Yeah, but, like, honestly, in the theaters, like, that, it's in the last five minutes of the film, and that was what caught my attention the most, and it, like, gave me chills when I thought, because, you know, you can just, yeah. it's dark, you just hear him breathing, and then all of a sudden his, like, red lightsaber comes into view, and then he's just, like, slicing down the rebels left, right, and center, and I was like, it's this way more is badass. So dope. Yeah. It's way more badass <laughs> than, like, in, you know, back in the 70s when the first one came out, and... You know, CGI wasn't really up to where it is now, and it's just, I don't know, it's not that intimidating when you look back at that scene, the old, at the old scene now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and another thing that I was thinking while I was watching this is why do they keep using oxygen masks as, like, intimidation in these Star Wars films? Because Sakurera has one, too. And yeah. when they deliver Bodhi to him, he has this moment where he, like, whips out his oxygen mask and, like, takes a couple puffs on it, and it's supposed to, and it's, like, this, like, low-angled shot up at him, and it's supposed to be this, like, intimidation tactic, and it's like, I'm not scared of you, old man, like, you need oxygen, I can take you down. I feel like maybe he's on, like, that laughing gas or something like that, because it just reminded me of, in, like, Little Shop of Horrors, when... Steve Martin's character, the dentist, like just <laughs> sucks on all that isn't nitrous. Yeah, I think so. Before he like goes to do his dental thing or whatever. Maybe and that's what it is. It's not oxygen yeah. at all. Ooh, I... Saw, what are you huffing? <laughs> He's got the good stuff. He's got the good stuff in there. Yeah. It's actually helium and he starts talking to Bodia. Oh He's my like... god. That would be so good. Okay, I need a video of Forrest Whitaker on helium now. <laughs> yeah. Who do I talk to to make that happen? Oh, uh, just just uh, get him on the TV again, and then get your Snapchat open. Put one of those weird filters on him. Ah, I don't have Snapchat. And press record. Oh well, I got rid of it. Get somebody to do it for you. Okay, <laughs> I'll do it for you. Thank yeah, thank you. Please do that for me. It's my new mission. <laughs> Really dramatic movie lines, but with a helium filter on. Yes. That would be very good. Can you do it to um, Vader's line? Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. 100%. Yes. I mean, maybe I'll just do the whole movie and send it to you. I'd watch that. Yeah, same. That would be great. Okay. Um. What else? Uh, So... When Vader, uh, like, chokes that guy, he's choking director Krennic, who... Oh, is man, like... Krennic is such a little butt baby. I hate him so yes. much. He's so whiny. He's literally he's so a little annoying. boy. He's just, like, a little boy who gets his ball taken away from him, and he's like, it's mine. He is the worst bad guy in the history of Star Wars, I think. I'm just going to make a blanket statement right now, because I was so glad when he died and not because like he was just evil but he he was annoying was so annoying i just didn't like him which i guess is good for a bad guy he's a good bad guy because i just hated his guts i mean but 
Star Wars has just, like, this history of these really, like, evil villains, and they're bad. Like, they're not just bad. Like, they're just, like, so despicable and deplorable that, like, you have to hate their actions, but they're also, like, really great characters, and you kind of love them, too. Mm -hmm. Like, Vader, for instance. I mean, everybody loves Vader. Um, But, yeah, this guy, I don't feel like he brought that really bad energy to the table and I don't know if that's like just the way his character was written or if it was like a choice yeah, on I think the actor's he wasn't, part. I think but... he wasn't supposed to be like that level of bad because he also has um, that relationship with um, with what's his name? I need to look it up really quick. Tarkin? Tarkin, yeah. So he, yeah, like he has that um, relationship with Tarkin because Tarkin is like the very evil bad guy yeah <laughs> and then Krennic is his I guess lackey or whatever little henchman a little henchman and so they've got that back and forth I liked their scenes together that was really fun um and the CGI yeah. on Tarkin looked so good so good and I have a fun little tidbit about this Ooh, I think it's me. true so the guy that ended up playing Tarkin in this movie that they like CGI'd the original actor's face over has actually played that actor's role before. What? What do you in, mean? Like he has taken over a role from that actor. I don't know his name. Um, um but he has like so he's been the actor who took over Tarkin for this movie has like studied him Tar- Peter the Cushing. original Tarkin. Yeah, Peter Cushing. Thank you. It's, it's like <laughs> Peter Cushing. <laughs> Uh, oh god, that's bad. Peter Cush. So, yeah, so Guy Henry plays Governor Tarkin in this movie, and Peter Cushing has played uh, Tarkin in previous Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a little, I forget where I saw it on the internet somewhere, obviously, but he has played a character that Cushing has played before, and he had to like study Cushing to see like how he delivered his lines and his body language and all this stuff. So he was just like, "That's so um, cool." Oh yeah. Okay. That here sounds we go. like an IMDb fact. Uh, yeah. Okay, I found it. So Henry, is it Guy Henry? Is that what I? Yeah, Guy Henry. Guy Henry. Yeah. Uh, previously played Sherlock Holmes in the Young Sherlock: The Mystery of Manor House during the eighties, and he used Cushing's role in Sherlock Holmes in the 60s as his model uh, of Sherlock. So he, like, has said Sherlock his... buddies, and now they're Tarek buddies. Tarek buddies. Yes. Yeah. Tarkin. Tarkin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so bad with names, and there are so many people in Star Wars <laughs> franchise. With I can't so many, like, weird straight. names. <laughs> they all have different actors now, because it's been going on for so many years, and ugh. You know what a yeah, good name is? What? Bodhi. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, it's so cute. I love the name Bodhi because it always makes me think of Point Break because it's just such a surfer dude name to me, and I'm like, yeah, Bodhi, Bodhi Rook, he's the defector uh, pilot, and he's just like coming in. He's like, yeah, it's all good, man. It's me, I'm Bodhi. Take me to Saw. Smoke some Peter Cushing. <laughs> It's great. I love that name. It just seemed it seems strange outside of a uh, surfer dude role. 
to me. Yeah. That's just my own association. I'll never be able to hear the name Bodhi and not assume that it's for a surfer guy. No, absolutely not. <laughs> if you have this name, you have to be a surfer. Is your name Bodhi? You're probably a surfer. <laughs> if not, well, you need to change your life goals. Or your name. Or your name. Yeah, no, I think it would just be easier to just be, learn how to surf. Well, of course. Unless you're landlocked. Yeah, that's true. But there are, like, places you can go where they have those, like, infinite surf pools and you just ride waves. Yep. I want to do that. Same. <laughs> Even though we live on the ocean and we could just go surfing. Yeah. But I, would, like, I, I would rather have the experience of going to an indoor surf place. I just want to try it. Yeah, me too. One day. <laughs> uh, okay, where were we? Oh, we're just talking about Rogue One. Oh, just that movie. Yeah. Um, here's something that I that changed for me um, between my first watch and my second watch. Yeah. So the first time that I watched it, I was very, I was really happy that there was no obvious love interest between Jin and Cassian. Yeah. I thought that they were just sort of friends, sort of enemies, kind of allies, and then friends. I don't know. And I, but there was no, like, I guess, uh, love story there. But then watching it the second time, there kind of is. And I was kind of bummed about that. Maybe I was reading into, mo- into it more the second time. Uh... But in watching it, there's like... I don't know. They share a lot of like very tender looks at the end, and it made me uncomfortable. I was like, I don't think that this is what your okay. relationship was meant to be. Because the first time I was really happy, they obviously could have taken it further. They could have yes. had the make out on the beach as they die or whatever, and I'm glad yes. that they didn't do that. But after watching it the second time, I just really thought that they were trying to make something happen there, and I don't know if they should have. I think okay. that they should have been so, just platonic buds. Yeah, so this is, like, my most favorite part of the film, is when Cassian and Jin are on the beach, about to meet their death from the Death <laughs> Your Star. Your favorite part is, like when they die. <laughs> well, okay, so Yikes. the one thing I really Brutal, love... <laughs> Let me explain myself, okay? <laughs> no. Like... <laughs> Episode over. Emma loves it when everybody dies. Yeah. My favorite part is when they all die. <laughs> I loved this movie because they all die. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that is what I said earlier, though, so I can't. Movies that, that don't Sorry kill everybody are just, like, not doing enough, so. <laughs> okay. So. Everyone dies eventually. It's just that the movie true. stops. Uh, that's true. Anyway. Okay. What were you going to say? <laughs> okay. So, one thing that I loved in this movie uh, was that they, like, retook that um, Death Star blast. Because we've seen it in episode four mm-hmm. when they um, hit Alderaan. And we've seen it from space. The planet is decimated. It's just stardust or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> nice one. Stardust. I know. Right? Yeah, you got it. Hey, nice. Nice, <laughs> little dude. A little bit of foreshadowing there, maybe? Hey. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. So... Um, something that felt just, like, so fresh to me, even though it was very familiar, because we've seen the concept before, was that they showed the Death Star 
beam hitting the planet, but from this planet's surface. So you actually got to see, like, that wave of destruction come for people. Yeah, and we get that twice in this movie. Yeah, and the second time is when Cassian and Jin are on the beach because uh, the Republic has just decided to just say, fuck Scarif, it's gone. Yeah, like, but there's so <laughs> many important documents that they're destroying. Like, I know, but I, I guess they're, like... I that's really worth it. But I guess it, would, it wouldn't be worth it to them, like, um, if the Rebellion got all of those documents. Like, that's the only other option. Like, there's too many Rebellion people. I don't know. Anyways. They could have just like, ha- done, like, a very uh, strategic blast at the satellite, and then they wouldn't have been able to transmit any more But I mean, can, can they stop the, the beam from going that far? Like... Can no, they I'm, just not talking, do a, I'm not talking about the Death Star, because that's obviously over. Oh, I see. I'm just talking about their okay. fighter pilots coming in <laughs> and just shooting down the satellite and being like, well, there you go. Now you can't get any more information, but we still retain all of this very, all of these, like, sensitive documents. I was just imagining the Death Star just doing a little, like, boop. <laughs> just one single laser. And then just, like, quickly retracting it wow, before it could ooh, go any farther. Such precision on this huge planet killer. <laughs> Okay, so... Very impressive. I know, right? Uh, Also, I felt like Krennic met his end too quickly because he gets, like, annihilated in the beam that eventually, like, destroys Scarif. I thought he should have just died with the rest of the planet. Like, how would you die in that situation? Yeah, because you see the beam come through, so he's on the top of the Citadel because Cassian, like, shot him in the leg or back or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And you see it from his perspective, like, he sees the Death Star, like, gearing up to go. And then you see a big wide shot, and the blast goes right through the top of the Citadel, where Krennic oh, is. Oh, I thought it went over his head, but I guess, yeah. No. It's it's yeah. a it's a big hot beam. He probably would have burned up either way. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole top of the Citadel is just gone. Cool. So, yeah, he, he got vaporized in that beam that's fine um but yeah so then Jen and cassian are on the beach and the blast hits and they see it and, and they probably just there. drown yeah and um and then they i also recognize those like what did you call them before what did i call what the, the looks tender moments the, yeah the, i recognize those tender moments but, like, I don't see it as a potential, like, romance situation. I think it's just two people who have done this amazing thing together. Like, they succeeded in their mission. Now they can see that they are 100% going to die. And they're just, like, the last people, the last person that either of them is ever going to see. So they just have a very, like, tender, like, human moment. That was how I read it the first time I watched the movie. And then the yeah. second time, I was like, mm, I think they're trying to make something happen. But I don't think so. Think. Okay, well, I maybe, don't, I'll, I don't maybe think so. I'll go back and <laughs> change my opinion. I mean, but I don't know. But it, it, just, it just seemed like their relationship developed, like, very quickly because they didn't even yes. really like each other for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so, like, what is the timeline of this movie anyways? Because, yeah, it's I very feel... short. I feel that, like, yeah, I feel that everybody on that team just got real close real fast. Like, it was too fast. But I guess, I don't know. 
in some cases you had to because you just always have to have that person's back yeah when you're going into a life or death situation yeah um, but not really to the extent that they were trying to do they were trying to make it with Jin and Cassian I just I just disagree like that's okay but I, it I did also, agree with you and then I watched the movie again just... my opinion changed <laughs> It could also just be that, like, I don't want there to be any sort of romance between them because I think that's a really, like, tired trope of, like, two leading characters. Yeah. And, and I they just, like, get definitely together. definitely don't want so. that. Yeah, so I they just... They did that I in the am... most recent movie. Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh. um, this came out of nowhere. Nobody was asking for this. Yeah. So... We don't, we're not talking about that today. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I am just going to view it as just a human moment between Jin and Cassian. Yeah, just like, you know what? We're going to die. You're all right. Let's uh, hug it out. Yeah. Okay, so you said that they probably drowned in that blast, but... Yeah, it looks uh, like it caused a tsunami. So earlier in the film, though, we saw um, the Death Star hit Saw Guerrero's planet. Jetta. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Emma, we're awful at, at this. <laughs> Excuse you. I remembered both of the planets' names. Hey, you couldn't remember Tarkin's name. Ah, <laughs> eh, who cares about Tarkin? He's hey. an asshole. Hey. Okay. He's an asshole. I know, but he's so good at it. Um, he's a good asshole. <laughs> so, like, Sagrera's <laughs> planet, you literally see, like, the Earth's crust, like, coming up and doing like a earth tsunami but like how do you think you die in that situation are you gonna fall to your death are you just gonna probably. get crushed by something like also probably is the shockwave just gonna knock you out it just sends you flying and you just yeah, die into impact. outer space <laughs> i would <wouldn't... laughs> i don't think it would shoot you that hard <laughs> but i mean the planet is decimating like it's yeah, it's not going to be there anymore, so, like, space is just getting closer all the time. Do you know how physics works? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I think you would either fall from, like, the Earth splitting beneath you or something. Uh, more likely, you would probably just get crushed by something. Just get beamed in the head. And, yeah. um... No, probably just those two, actually. That seems most likely. Yeah. On okay. Jetta, at least, because that was a very, like, rocky, mountainous planet. Yeah. Okay, I can look Did you think that. that they, did that they like, did it too much? Like, did you think it was kind of repetitive, the way that they had to move to all of the planets? Uh, yes. Because they go to Jetta, and, no. and that one gets blasted. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta go right now, and then they go to... Okay, this one I don't remember. Uh, the place where um, Urso's lab is, basically. Oh, yeah. I don't remember where that is. Me neither. Um, <laughs> surprise, so they to, surprise. <laughs> they go to <laughs> Urso's office. And, <laughs> and then they the have to the leave. the name of the planet. <laughs> yep, Urso's office. This is Urso's place. And they have to leave there really quickly because they're just having a a big old shoot down and it's very panicked to get out of there in a really stressful situation and and then they end up on scarif and that also gets blasted 
I don't know. I just thought that the the two quick escapes that they had to make when it happened the second time, I was like, okay, we've already done this. Like K2SO come to the rescue again. Except it was also Bodhi this time. But yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a little repetitive. Oh, it's the moon that they go just to. Just the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the moon. Moons have names. Of I think it's Jeddah's moon. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It's Edu. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Urso on Edu. Yeah. I like Urso's place. <laughs> Me too. Or, no, Urso's office. I like Urso's office. <laughs> we're going to change the name of the moon to that. Done. He dies, but we're going to name the moon after him. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, yeah, I guess that was a little, like, exhausting having them to like having to watch them escape so many times but also I just feel like that is kind of like a staple of a Star Wars flick like I guess so but it's like the movie's only an hour and a half and you did it twice no it's like two hours two fifteen it's long felt like an hour and a half it was a wild ride That's fair. I don't know. That's just what I thought. I didn't really notice it the first time around. This is just something that I picked up on the second time. Yeah. Um, they're just making that second uh, scramble of an escape. And I was just like, we just did this on Jetta, And now we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. I didn't hate it. It was still fine. I just thought, you know, there are other ways. It yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't always have to be a mad dash to escape the planet or moon. <laughs> Not what else did I want to touch on? That's about everything. I guess the only other thing that I noticed or that I paid more attention to this time was the character of Saw Guerrera. Yeah. Same. Because I didn't really know how to feel about him. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I knew how to feel about him the first time, too. Yeah. I mean, I for something for me was like, <laughs> and not because I didn't like pay attention to the plot or anything like that but this also (laughs) happened in my actual second watch through of this it was only this third time that I kind of came around but like I didn't really understand what his purpose was other than to just like give the message that Galen sends to Jin to her and then like have a reason for Bodhi and the other people to like come in contact so I just thought he was kind of like an an extra character that was necessarily needed and then I was like but it's Forrest Whitaker and he's like this amazing actor and why would they give him this extraneous role yeah yeah I mean you need filler characters sometimes but I think something that I don't like that they've done in this movie and also they did this in The Force Awakens is they're giving these really dramatic deaths to characters that we don't really care about Yes. Because they did it with Saw Gerrera in this one. He he literally, he rips off his little oxygen thing and throws (laughs) his arms open to, like, embrace the death that is coming to him. (laughs) And I was like, this is a lot. And I don't even care that much about you because you've only been, like, you've only had a handful of scenes in the movie. And this is just very dramatic for you. And then they also did that in The Force Awakens with Laura Dern's character. Yes. She has this big dramatic death, and she was only in the movie for half an hour. Yeah. And I was I like... I did like, I was I like, did I like her final move, feel... though. Like, that was pretty ballsy. 
it was pretty ballsy, but they built it up into something that I just, like, couldn't really get behind because she was only around for a really short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I, I understand the feelings that you are trying to get out of me, and I'm just not feeling them because <laughs> I just, you haven't, like, built this character up enough. I haven't spent enough time with this character <laughs> to care, you know? Like, I don't... <laughs> I, I understand I the feelings you. you want, and you can't have them. <laughs> you, yep, I don't have them. They are not for you. They exist inside me somewhere, but you you got to work harder to draw them out. You haven't done enough work. Yeah, I get so that's that. That's what I thought. So I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. Should we get into our, our new uh, rubric, our new rating system? Yes, let's do it. Okay, fun factor. What do you think? Uh... Well, everybody dies, so I, <laughs> that's a I very think, good point. I think that's kind of like a neg, like not adding to the fun factor. Yeah. What are we doing this like a scale of one to five, one to ten? I don't like, know. Just like, is it fun? Okay, but then that final scene with Vader is super fun. So yeah, okay. So everyone dies, but then they also lead it in. With yeah, a pre- with a pretty fun. But also scary scene. I think I'm just going to, you know, just meet in the kind of middle and give it three red lightsabers out of five. (laughs) I like that. I (laughs) am going to give it, I'm going to give it four lightsabers, four red lightsabers out of five for the fun factor. I think it's a really fun time. I think this was like overall. K2SO. Super fun. He gets five. Four. Yeah, K2SO gets five um, pistols. What did he want? Blasters. blasters. Five blasters out of five. <laughs> but the rest as of the film. As many blasters as K2 wants. He can have them because he is super fun, very funny. Love him so much. So funny. Like, uh, I'm kind of sad that he's gone. I really, I just, I relate to him. And I really also liked his death when he just, like, slammed his whole body down on the console. Yes. And it's just like, yes. it's, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he explodes. and R2-D2 would have a really fun time together. I think an interaction between K2SO and C-3PO <laughs> would be insufferable. Uh, Did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah, ages the video ago. Game? Yeah. It's a very old game. Yeah. Um, but there is a character in that one. He's a droid named HK-47. And he and K2SO would get along very well. Yeah. That's good to know. It's just, I don't know. All I'll say is if you don't know who HK-47 is, look him up because he's very funny. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so next Even though, on our... No, no, no. I, I'm not done talking about Fun oh, Factor Oh, okay. Yet. Oh, okay. Go for it. My bad. I would say even though everyone dies in this movie, um, it's still ridiculously fun. And it's just a pretty good Star Wars movie. And we're not getting too many of those. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... And it's... I think this one's a good time. Yeah, it's definitely a good star wars flick i and it kind of makes me sad that it's just like a one-off like we're not going to be encountering a lot of any of those characters again yeah um but maybe it gives me a little bit of hope for like the han solo movie that's coming out this month so yeah that's coming out so soon yeah i'm excited for that one i'm hoping that that one will 
rate high on the fun factor. Yeah, and also just, like, carry on that, like, tradition that Rogue One has started of just being a good movie in general. (laughs) Just a good standalone movie. Doesn't have all of the tropes of the, like, saga movies, I guess. But still just, like, I don't know. But enough, I don't really so, know what I'm trying to say. I hope it's good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> That's what I I'm mean, like, to say. I hope it's good. I think the thing that I, I, I said it earlier and I'll say it again, I think that this movie was, like, fresh, but it was still familiar and, like, comforting. So I hope that, like, Han Solo movie does the same thing where it feels fresh, but there's still those, like, favorite Star Wars things that we all have come to love included in the film. Does that make sense? Yeah, I really like that. Fresh and familiar. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, was it worth it? Do you think it was yeah. worth watching a second time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clearly, because I needed, needed to get... to figure out the plot. <laughs> I needed to figure out the plot, so... <laughs> Even if I hadn't liked it, I probably would have watched it again, because I don't think I gave it a very fair shot the first time. <laughs> yeah, you, need, you needed to watch it again, just to figure out what was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm really glad we did this then. So what was it worth it for you? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, I yeah, it was great. It was good fun a second time around as well. No regrets. No ragrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really I'm really glad we did this. You know, like I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars Day. You know, this time last year for Star Wars Day, I was in Disney World. What? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, um, you know, Star Wars is part of Disney now, so that's included in that. Um, so we went to the specific park that they have the Star Wars, I guess, stuff in. Um, <laughs> Star like Wars the, land. Just Star, you know, Star Wars land. I don't remember what park it's in. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but we Epcot. went. Epcot. No, Epcot. it's not Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an Epcot. Yeah, they took the... Uh, uh, I want to make a joke with the ride that's at Epcot when you go around in the little globe. It's the something of tomorrow. Oh. What's it called? I want to make this joke. This joke better be good. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Spaceship Earth? Is that the one that's in the in the circle? In the sphere? That sounds right i think it's spaceship earth what if they just yeah they just take spaceship earth and they just <laughs> turn it into a star star wars ride instead yeah okay and they call it Was spaceship it? um spaceship jetta <laughs> that's my <laughs> but joke then, but then there would be nothing there <laughs> yeah oh <Aww, laughs> the ride you die too <laughs> uh, okay. anyway we went we went to that park specifically to get um Star Wars merch, because they do exclusive merch for Star Wars Day. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. We got a little Christmas ornament, and we got a water bottle, because Keegan needed a water bottle, because he wasn't drinking enough water. Cool. And we got some, like, magnets and stuff. Those ones weren't exclusive, but you can never have too many magnets. No, of course not. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so our our last rubric question is would we do it again i say yes 100 percent. like i love star wars i love the universe and like i have even rewatched star wars movies that i did not 
enjoyed the first time around, or the second, or the third, but I just rewatch it because it's part of the whole package. So, yeah, I would rewatch it again. Definitely. It was a good <sighs> time. Yeah. So dope. I don't even care that everyone dies. It's just so good. So good. <laughs> I, part of what makes it good is that everyone dies. Yeah. I just, Emma, I just love death. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool, I guess. It's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a very compelling, like, part of human life. And, yeah. It's the end of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, okay. Anything, any uh, last things that you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, no. I just, I guess, cool. just, just thank you, everybody, again, so much for listening to this episode and our first episode. It's been really yeah, inspiring so much, to guys. see you you're all, so cool. like, download it and listen to it. And I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, but we Even if you're not, you. just, like, keep listening, please. please yeah, it, just it'll, keep listening. it'll get better. It's only going to get better the more that we do it. <laughs> Uh, so if you're yeah. not having a good time now, um, stick around and maybe you'll have a good time eventually. <laughs> not guaranteed, but I mean, it's highly likely. Uh, I wouldn't. But if you're not that. enjoying it, then tell us what we should try next. Or again, let us know. Okay. Yeah. We're on Twitter at ImpressionsPod and Facebook and Instagram and Vero at Second Impressions Podcast. I'm still trying to figure out Vero. I don't really know how it works yet. I keep forgetting that it exists. Same. I know. Um, hey, yeah, you can also email us with um, suggestions for future episodes at secondimpressionspodcast at gmail.com. And just tell us, uh, if you do that, just tell us what your experience was like, and we can even, like, add you into the episode. And if you have another rubric question that you want us to add, you can also send that in. That would we be We are not like educated reviewers we're just no. doing this for funsies and this is all <laughs> just our own opinion so you know whatever i like the rubric we can add to it later we can take stuff out later no i can hear only, your doggies only only add no take <laughs> what's uh what's otis barking at that's captain what's captain barking at i don't know cool just barking to probably just say play with me Pay attention to me. I'm a good boy. No, even if you are paying attention to him, if you're not doing what he wants you to do, he just barks at you. Oh, he's a loud boy. Oh, yeah. He's a super loud boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish the episode. Okay. Uh, so thanks to Keegan for the art. And thank you, Travis, for the music. Uh, my name is Danica. And my name is Emma. And even though this is late, for you guys. May the fourth be with you. Nice, dude. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Use the floor.